Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, along with Carl Mollison, founder and director of the Get Wisdom Project. Today's episode is on forgiveness. Carl, this is a very interesting topic. Well, indeed it is, and it's important, and it's more important than people think. And that's why we're wanting to do this in particular. There are a lot of misconceptions about forgiveness and the true intention behind it. And certainly an understanding is missing still of how truly powerful it can be. In some quarters, it even has a bad reputation that it somehow has to come from your hide. If you're if you're right. needing to forgive someone, you lose more. You know, if you've been wronged by someone, because now you got to turn around and forgive them and make nice again, and so on. And that isn't really the true meaning of it. That's a not a it's not a bad end result if you can bury the hatchet. But it's not the first order of business to make up and make nice. If you're the aggrieved party, the first order of business is to get God involved and get the Almighty to come into the picture and do some healing for your perpetrator. This is very counterintuitive in today's culture. But as a channeler, I've learned lots about this now, and I want to share this with everybody. Well, I mean, today's culture, it's all about retribution. You know, how dare you? Yes. Absolutely. Punish the perpetrator. So uh, we're going to be taking an opposite tack on this one for sure. Let's get right into it, Carl. You asked creator, the famous quote from Alexander Pope, to err is human, to forgive divine, is explained by referencing the belief that all can be forgiven by God. Can we count on divine forgiveness for our shortcomings and misdeeds? And is this a good example we should emulate more in our own conduct? Okay, well, here we go. This is Creator's answer to this about divine forgiveness and a little more about how forgiveness works and what it's for. All right, these are Creator's words that I channeled in response to hearing this question that I pre-recorded. The purpose of forgiveness is divine because it is what the divine realm offers each and every person, regardless of their past history, their doings, their thoughts, and their makeup. The conduct of life is governed by many, many things. Much that is cultural, learned from parental and family member influences, and often that is a destructive experience, leaving children cynical at best and mean-spirited and cruel at worst. Given that you have immortal souls, what is to become of you if you become worse and worse through exposure to life and meeting up with consistent mistreatment and corruption on all levels, both by the institutions you interact with as well as perhaps your own family, and certainly the interlopers who find ways to perturb things and cause harm directly through spirit manipulation and extraterrestrial programming and so forth. Given the huge legacy of negative karmic trauma, it is a wonder that the world is as nice as it is in some respects, and certainly on the part of many individuals and even organizations of like-minded people coming together for a high purpose. 
This shows there is something within human beings that rallies around the idea of being compassionate and understanding. This is the prelude and the path to forgiveness. The realization that you are only human and to hold you to a standard of perfection is not realistic and doomed to fail as a useful guideline. When people are less than perfect, even drastically less than perfect, what is to become of them if their soul is immortal? How can they ever find their way back to divine alignment once again? There needs to be a process. And this is where forgiveness comes in. Because once people are corrupted and out of alignment in major respects, it is quite a challenge for them to return to a straight and narrow path and avoid temptation or even to have the ability to be loving, understanding, and compassionate themselves once they've been hardened into cynicism, fear, and hatred by being preyed on or wounded severely by their own self-judgment, often in response to unrealistic expectations of people around them, especially parents in many cases. To recover from lifetimes of being damaged by experiencing negativity, there needs to be a time of rejuvenation and rest and recuperation in the light. How could that happen if we were not willing to forgive all that a person has done in their lifetime in the physical? If they were not welcomed back to the light, they would flounder for sure because they would be in the land of the lost, the depraved the fallen angelics who turned away from light but are now cut off entirely from the divine through their choosing and are in danger of not surviving at all. That is too great a penalty for human misdeeds. And this is why we forgive and forgive and forgive over and over and over, even when people have a series of lives succumbing to depravity. Because they have been thrown out of alignment long ago and not been able to recover. There is always a possibility of salvation. This is planned to be the focus of each life. To work on the problem. To right the wrongs of the past. Overcome the liabilities that have crept up and piled on to create an ever increasing burden. Overcoming such a legacy is far from simple. But many have done so, and this becomes a project of a soul collective to work on its most troubled members through compassionate outreach, through sacrifice, to be with them in life after life as a good influence, as a counterpart, a buffer to help shelter them from the worst of outside influencers, and so forth. So forgiveness is practiced by many individuals as an aspect of the love they are capable of sharing. And that is because love is a divine attribute and energy. And forgiveness is a loving vibration that is very much the essence of love energy because it is love unrestricted and untainted by hesitation, reservation, doubt, fear, or skepticism, and this gives forgiveness its power. It is the purest form of love because it is a kind of total love. It is love with all impurity stripped away, 
And if you think about things in this perspective, you can see that to not forgive is non-divine because it is focusing on the negative, the defect, the lack of perfection exhibited by a person. And this is always a small component of their being. So to make that the deciding factor and how they should be treated is not only applying judgment, but condemning them to a lesser status, to a darker experience and consequence. It may be their own doing and the consequence of karmic forces to bring a punishment their way. But to be the punisher will diminish you. And it is a role that is a compromise and a non-alignment in its own right. So we would hold out forgiveness as the highest of attainments. And that is why it is special. Because it shows a strength and a purity of loving vibration that is at a pinnacle of expression and is something that is deserving of the greatest respect and appreciation. You know, my thought on this is that there is a litmus test for how loving somebody actually is in reality. And the litmus test is how willing are they and capable of forgiving transgressions against themselves? Yes. Well, this is often a test that comes <laughs> on a regular basis <laughs> yeah. in the current life. Daily, we're, in fact. <laughs> we're, well, it can be, depending on your family and your loved ones, uh, uh, semi-loved ones. Or road rage guy behind you, you know. <laughs> well, that, that too. And, and there's certainly a lot of perpetrators in this world who are not exhibiting loving thoughts and loving behavior. That's putting it lightly. <laughs> but, it, but it's a profound message for sure. And you hear a lot of people talking about enlightenment and they want enlightenment and they're working towards enlightenment and they're meditating and they're, they're doing this and that and communing with the sun and communing with the earth and, and, and these sorts of activities. But what we're hearing here is the true test of enlightenment is this kind of total love. Can you express it? Can you feel it? Can you summon it forth? Can you let go of your doubt, your fear, your judgment, your negativity, and let love flow to everyone around you? That is true enlightenment in action, and that's a profound thing. Indeed. Carl, you asked Creator, can you help provide us with a good understanding of the purpose of forgiveness and its power to help change people and situations for the better? How does that really work? All right, and here we get a nice tutorial from Creator. These are Creator's words. If you think about all the human conduct that is harmful from the spectrum of the least to the greatest, those things that may be annoying and selfish people indulge to make others uncomfortable, to the extremes of treating people unfairly, being dishonest, being disruptive, causing harm through emotional distress, or physical actions to punish, to harm, to wound, or even take a life at the extremes, all reflect an an absence of love on the part of the perpetrator. When the perpetrator is met with an absence of love by the people around them ready and eager to judge and condemn them to suffering of some kind, what does that truly accomplish? Other than to reinforce the notion the perpetrator is an outsider, is unworthy, 
is a lesser being and is looked down on, all of which are often the cause of their misbehavior to begin with because they are reacting to what they feel is unfair treatment and being a flawed individual in a flawed life and being shut out in some way. And it is natural to feel not only sadness, but resentment and even anger because this is rarely deserved. So to deal with perpetrators, the answer for them is to raise them up in some way. So how can that be done without condoning their conduct or even encouraging it? Because it would certainly not serve to reward evil doing, let alone ill-considered breaking of rules that cause harm and inconvenience to others. And if you think about what is missing in the perpetrator, it is an absence of love, absence of experiencing love from others, and absence of love for themselves that allows them to act in a non-divine way and even engage in depravity. The answer must be putting love back in some way or another. Where is that love to come from? It can be bestowed ultimately by the divine in response to their need to return to the light. But as living, breathing human beings in the physical, we cannot intervene and intrude on their lives. This creates the possibility for change to bring love to the task. Forgiveness is love in its purest form and therefore is the greatest of healers because it is the ultimate answer needed by the perpetrator who has in the choices made fallen from grace. And love is what is missing in their world and their personal experience and is the way back for them. Forgiveness is the most effective way love can communicate and reach them effectively to be a catalyst for change because it also recognizes there are wrongs needing to be righted. So it is not love given blindly, heedlessly and thoughtlessly as though nothing has transpired of a negative sort and the person is being treated just like anyone else so their bad behavior doesn't count and is being ignored. This is not appropriate because there are consequences for wrongdoing and people need to reckon with their past history. Karma will see to this. So anyone attempting to reach a troubled person who's been a perpetrator needs to make it clear that love is given not because of their actions, but in spite of their actions, knowing there's a bigger person and a more important agenda and no need to define the perpetrator by their misdeeds alone. That is why forgiveness is so very powerful, because it is a reshaping of reality through encapsulating the meaning of all that has transpired, but putting it in the language of love and holding a vibration of the highest kind. People are thirsty for love, and this is why love can get through to them. It fills a deep human need and yearning no other energy can provide. You know, I think a lot of people are confused about what love is at times. But I don't think anybody's truly confused about what it means to forgive. It's just that most people don't want to do it. (laughs) Yes, well, this is the dilemma of society. And that's why I think these discussions about forgiveness can be so valuable because we need to reframe it a bit and understand it more deeply. It's kind of like the atomic weapon of the almighty. (laughs) You know, love is the greatest force of the universe. And that ultimate force is forgiveness. 
because it can deal with the huge things, the deepest and darkest of events and problems. Absolutely. And it's a it's a nuclear weapon that actually everybody can access. The codes are not locked in a suitcase somewhere. They're not secret. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We're coming up on a break, Carl. Be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. Uh, you can get the book on effective prayer at GetWisdom.com slash prayer. Also, check out our healing services at GetWisdom.com. There's a healing uh, item on the menu. You can down check that out and see what our services are all about. Also, check out our Lightworker Healing Protocol training. You can get information on that at GetWisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll be back right after this. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Get ready for High Vibe In It with hosts Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibe In It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They're here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of Get Wisdom. We're discussing forgiveness and how it is not an act of weakness or a sacrifice, but actually empowers the victim. Carl, you asked creator, many people see acts of forgiveness as showing weakness or are unwilling to consider it because they are still harboring anger and resentment. What can you share about the divine perspective of this dilemma and the best way to help people find a path to forgiveness despite their resistance? All right, and these are Creator's words. This situation shows very clearly the consequences of negative acts of all kinds done by perpetrators to their victims. It is, in effect, 
the loveless act rubbing off on the victim to create a loveless state of suffering. For that is what happens literally. Being injured takes love from their experience and replaces it with pain, with humiliation, with fear, with uncertainty about the future and the stability of their world, doubts about their own self-worth, and so on. It interferes with the ability to love themselves and sometimes acceptance by others if they're seen as damaged and weak in some way. So this is a healing need of the highest importance and speaks to the obligation and responsibility of the perpetrator who will be burdened by the karmic consequences of creating this state of being in their victims and will have to rebalance this in some way and may well suffer greatly in the act of repayment. This tends to compound things, however, and can worsen things over time. Karma is powerful, but also a compounding tool to magnify distress. And that is simply the reality created by misdeeds. They tend to carry forward with a ripple effect that amplifies the negative consequences of the original act. And that is why the retribution through karma can become quite intense and even an overwhelming consequence to worsen and destroy a life for all practical purposes. The fact that this can be circumvented through an act of forgiveness shows the power forgiveness holds to not only right the wrongs, but do so in a very powerful and effective way. It takes powerful energy to turn the tide when such forces are in play. So this is a good way of illustrating how powerful forgiveness truly is and its essential nature. Because there are so many situations and individuals involved in terrible struggles with things that have taken place and are trapped with the residue feelings created and the inner fears and doubts and negative beliefs they have adopted as a result and are the victim of their own self-programming in the end. To break through that and set it right requires a massive healing effort. This is not feasible when people throw up roadblocks, which is a natural consequence of harboring resentment and deep anger towards a perpetrator. This is a kind of evil twin of the perpetrator's negativity. Both the hostility of the perpetrator and the resentment of the victim are a misalignment and a negative consequence of spiritual misalignment. Both are faulty. Both are destructive. Both create new negative karma and consequences that will continue to project into the future and influence the future accordingly. So this is a healing need of major proportions. It can be dealt with by working with the deep subconscious most efficiently. That is not always feasible because few can use the approaches that are effective to reach this level of the mind. This is why the role model of forgiveness can have benefit. Because it could begin to show the victim the error in their thinking that it is keeping them trapped in a sense, reliving the consequences of their victimization and as a result become trapped in a prison created by the perpetrator. So there is never a relief. It is as though they are being harmed over and over again with no let up. The fact the victim is continuing to harm themselves does not lessen the urgency and the significance of what is underway here to throw a life off track and create disarray and a worsening that can become perpetual unless healing can be provided in some way or another. 
Practicing forgiveness is an approach that some will be able to embrace with success. If it is modeled and seen as a divine act to help the self, it will be more palatable and can accomplish the goal. Because what is truly happening to create the separation and the continued judgment of the perpetrator and the inability to let go of them, in fact, karmically, is that the victim has, in a sense, been infected with the negativity of the perpetrator and is mirroring that in their suffering. The perpetrator will never be free of the karma of what they've unleashed as long as the victim is in this state of being. So this is one reason healing the perpetrator can be so very important because it provides a path to healing the victim, which will happen automatically if successful. To start from the victim side is actually more difficult because if the perpetrator has not changed and the victim is actually vibrating in harmony with the perpetrator, accomplishing healing for them is much harder. By modeling forgiveness as the high vibration spiritually it represents, this is a reminder to the victim of who they really are, what they're capable of becoming again. And by emulating this standard, can begin a process of letting go of the need to embrace the past as a touchstone and a guiding force that must always be kept in the sights and never forgotten. And this will hold the person back and prevent further growth and healing. To embrace the idea of forgiveness will, first of all, require allowing the self to be raised up, to be in alignment with that feeling. So this is how forgiveness can actually bring about healing in a vacuum, in a sense, being done solely by the victim. And this is a fine way to go about it because the energy will shift for both victim and perpetrator if the victim can let go of recriminations and allow their anger to fade away by giving up the resentment, using it as fuel. If one decides to return to divine alignment and makes that a priority, it'll push out those negative emotions because they will not be compatible and true healing will happen as a consequence. It is easier to do if there is a facilitation of a healing process to help the deep subconscious apply self-healing energetically in a more direct way by coming to grips with what took place and reframing the experience in a positive way as a self-help process, not a service to the perpetrator as the primary goal. That will likely be resisted if there is fear, resentment, and hatred being harbored by the victim still. Forgiveness is a bridge, a divine bridge, to reconnect warring souls with a common understanding of their purpose and the ideal state of being that both truly want to be experiencing. That is a great reward in and of itself that people will recognize with suitable reflection and a willingness to seek answers to improve their lives. You know, I I think that one of the most effective things that you can do from an outreach standpoint is talk to people about forgiveness and even the philosophy behind forgiveness. This This is one way where I think dialogue can really make a difference sometimes. Well, one hopes. 
And that's the reason we're coming forth with this. People, I think, have the idea that forgiveness is something they do for religious obligation and they'll get some reward in the afterlife by being a nice guy and being Christ-like and and, uh, forgiving of their enemies and so forth, but not about the current life. It's not going to help him here and now. You know, they're already stuck. They're already wounded. It can't be undone. And, and, and they, they don't see that forgiveness can restore them and heal them back to being better than they were before they were injured. Absolutely. I, I think forgiveness is, an, ironically, the most selfish thing that anybody can do. Well, that's an interesting way of putting it. <laughs> but it's self-serving, to be yes. sure. And that's what we're learning here. It's a special kind of forgiveness for the self to help them disengage from the harm doers, the evil doers, the perpetrators in their life. And that will allow them to be raised up and made whole again. And if if the perpetrators get healing, it's done through the divine, not through you. You don't have to go out and make them your best buddy. You just have to allow the divine realm to come in and do what it can. And that's going to make your world safer too. Absolutely. If if they get raised up, they're not coming after you again. And that's a blessing. Makes sense too. Carl, you asked creator in Christ's famous speech from the cross, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. In addition to freeing himself from future karmic entanglements with his perpetrators that was accomplished, was the act and intention of forgiveness, allowing healing to go to them that in turn would spread back to him and heal all the karmic history they shared. All right. And this is what Creator says. This was a healing request in addition to his own to include the perpetrators as well. The value personally was the cutting of the cords, so to speak, to be done with the persecutors and have no need for further entanglements with them, particularly not a reoccurrence of suffering at their hands. The additional benefit was to serve was to them as well in sending healing their way. And this, as we have taught, is the very best way to heal a person, to reach out to their perpetrators and to heal them first. This was wisdom that Christ held within and knew this would come about and was making the request accordingly. This understanding and wisdom was removed from the scriptures to cloud the true meaning, as has happened over and over again. Well, something that doesn't make sense to the perpetrators and the powerful is obviously not going to make it into the scriptures. And I think that's one of the things that we can look to the interlopers and And see that that's the one thing they're simply incapable of doing is forgiving just about anything. Well, they're loveless beings. This is what it means to be a part of the darkness. So they're not going to understand these concepts. They won't understand the metaphysics. They won't understand what it can do for them in particular. And if, if you were on the other side in the darkness... You would want forgiveness because it helps you keep going. So the, the, the fact that it is not emphasized is very telling about the way people are being undermined and misled and, and held back from deeper knowings about everything. And even something as central to the scriptures. 
is given in not in passing, but in a very simple uh, treatment that does not do full justice to all of the implications and what was taking place. Absolutely not. Carl, you asked, Creator, was this accomplished by Christ, creating a healing circuit from the divine through him to his perpetrators with this declaration? All right, and this is what Creator says. This was exactly the mechanism involved, which you saw intuitively, that by connecting an act of forgiveness to the perpetrators, he was opening a healing circuit to allow Creator's love to flow through him to them and to create a path for the healing to occur, knowing they would not be inclined to ask for help by virtue of their ignorance of what was at stake for them karmically. Christ, in his benevolence, made a healing request through this on their behalf and at once raised him up as well as all of them. Wow, that is truly profound. Well, this, this is why it's all about healing in a very real, concrete sense. The flow of love is healing. And forgiveness being the purest form of love is the purest form of healing. It can truly work miracles. And this is how it's done. It's through human intention, asking for divine help, and specifying what it is you want to see happen. Those are the ingredients coming with enough belief. So this, this is a profound lesson in the power we hold to help ourselves through the divine. And this is why it's a partnership. And even Christ on the cross asked for an act of partnership with the Holy Father, with the Divine, with the Almighty, to facilitate this healing so there would be a disengagement and no further obligation on anyone's part to change yeah. anything because it's going to be taken care of here and now. The accounts are settled and people can be restored or at least a process started. You know, I think just like healing is a skill that can be learned, and strengthened upon, and one can prove over time with it. Forgiveness is a skill as well, I've discovered in my own experience. And it's easy to start with the small transgressions, and it becomes a lot easier as you learn to do the smaller forgiveness yes. <laughs> uh, offerings. It gets easier as the bigger ones come down the road. So it's something that has to be practiced. It's not mm-hmm. something that people can just, you know, you bite, you bite you eat an elephant one bite at a time. It's the same thing with this. Well, and that's why you can consider it from the perspective that it's an aspect of enlightenment and a a signpost of enlightenment to a very high and refined degree because it does require knowledge and having an adept ability to maneuver and to control one's feelings and emotions and set intentions for divine alignment. And maybe in spite of our misgivings, and the weaknesses we still hold. None of us are perfect. I think so. that's profound. That's a really good explanation of a litmus test of enlightenment. Uh, we'll be right back right after this with more on benefiting from forgiveness of others. Be right back after this break. It's 
your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Are you looking for a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life? Do you want your business to thrive? Do you want to enjoy better relationships and find your purpose? Tune in every week to Stepping Into the Tenda Dao Chung Life Transformation with Dr. and Master Shaw with host Diana Gold Holland, who will share the wisdom of Master Shaw. You'll hear from inspiring teachers and listen to testimonials about life transformation. Stepping Into the Tenda Dao Chung can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. in the West and 6 p.m. in the East on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the last segment of Get Wisdom. We have more to share about the healing power of forgiveness. Yes, we we talked about mass shootings in a recent program and how when I did a spirit rescue for a school shooter working with the divine realm intuitively, I saw a group of children and a few adults come from the light to greet his earthbound spirit and escort him back to the light. And it was very interesting because I was shown the meaning of this, that it was actually his recent victims killed actually moments before. And they came back from the light. And this was within days of the event. So this is a um, very profound illustration. And we, we asked Creator about this event subsequently. And we're reminded about that. So, Yes. And you asked, Creator, for commentary about Sandy Hook school shooting in which Adam Lanza killed 20 young children and six adults. You were wondering about the increasing conspiracy claims that it was a hoax. And you asked Creator to give a reminder that you were a witness after the fact. Well, we didn't ask for him to, to, oh. or it to do that, but it was bestowed. And this is what right. Creator said. You have not probed into the Sandy Hook event directly, and this you can do if you choose. You have been involved with this personally in rescuing the offender, and you saw his karmic history. You were able to see the predisposing factors, and in witnessing his ascension to the light, 
we're truly witnessing a magnificent gesture of healing and forgiveness by his actual victims. This is the glory of the divine on display and the best of divine human in action. This is not in celebration of his dastardly deed. It is in celebration of the cause of love and its presence within all divine humans who have not been hugely corrupted to close off their love line, so to speak. It is the most horrible of tragedies and leads to terrible consequences. You know, I think that children, first of all, have been here for a short time. So their connection to the light is still fairly strong as their children. And if they're, if they're taken out quickly, they end up oftentimes going back to the light quickly. And in the light, yeah. there's a different perspective. We've talked about this many times. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, question of readiness, a question of your enlightenment, your belief, and being not too emotionally beaten down by life. There can be tragic, uh, very shocking and traumatic events, and then people will still transition just fine. It's more when there's a prolonged period of suffering, like a chronic illness or solitary confinement in a prison awaiting execution, this type of thing that can really hold a person back. But the act of forgiveness is an ultimate healing, and I've seen this many times in my work, and often in rescuing people who end up trapped as earthbound spirits. So I've seen all kinds of things. I had a situation with a priest who passed and became earthbound, and he had sinned in his perspective while living. He had gotten a woman pregnant and encouraged her to get an abortion to cover up that situation. And he was afraid of judgment, and he wouldn't go to the light because he knew he was going to be cast down. And when I worked on him to rescue him by bringing in healing, guess who showed up to escort him? <laughs> it was Jesus Christ. And it was done specifically because he needed that level of an escort to reassure him once again that he would be forgiven. And he was. So this is a, this is a note for all you believers out there uh, to not be so judgmental because the divine truly isn't. Carl, you asked creator, can karma be changed or healed to end or prevent problems? And creator tells us, this is the ultimate purpose of karma in the first place, not to see everyone gets punished, but to provide a self-correcting mechanism for the universe to keep things returning to a state of balance and everything that implies. Equanimity, fairness, comfort, stability, security, safety, and contentment are all products of energetic balance and equanimity where all are satisfied and all are at peace. Because everything is interconnected, when one suffers, all will suffer in some way eventually. This is why injustice needs to be corrected, because the universe will be unstable until that happens, and eventually everyone will feel the perturbation that results. When many acts of negativity are launched close together or simultaneously, there is a huge consequence that drags everyone down. And the resulting chaos is the greatest of challenges to resolve and return to a state of calm once again. There are many victims, and all of the suffering compounds the problem. 
This is in part why wars are so difficult to contain and bring to an end. They are creating a huge karmic burden constantly as time goes forth. So restitution becomes always a future eventuality and can never seem to happen finally because of the continuing onslaught with new tragedies taking place again and again and again, making peace impossible because of the launching of karmic suffering perpetuates the struggle and one can never catch up. It takes an extraordinary leap to gain control and end large-scale conflict. This is mostly achieved through the divine realm interceding in response to prayer requests. As we are the court of last resort when karma gets out of hand and becomes an insurmountable source of negativity in its own right. In the meantime, at a minimum, it serves as a useful reminder that one will pay for misdeeds. And that is a good thing to have in people's awareness constantly, because no one escapes the consequences of karma. There will always be a reckoning, and it may well be a painful one. The healing of the negativity allows the negative energy to dissipate, and in effect, love comes in as a replacement. It may be in the form of level-headed thinking, an act of contrition, an apologetic gesture, or a profound act of forgiveness. In whatever way love is fed into the problem, it can right the wrong and restore balance by counteracting negative energy in the energetic signature. <clears throat> so what is on file to be in disarray can be overridden. And this cancels the karmic debt as though it never existed. And a healthy balancing will develop and restore order and stability. People can become more healthy, more grounded, more even-handed, more tolerant, and more forgiving once their issues are healed. So attending to karma in all its forms will have a very beneficial and positive effect on the whole of human culture. You know, I think some people might be concerned that forgiving might be akin to like indifference. You know, if you think about people with righteous anger when they witness atrocities, um, if you know, if you suggested them that maybe they should forgive the perpetrator, they might interpret that as a kind of indifference and evil in its own right. Yes, well, this is one of the nuances, and people need to sort it out and get it straight. And it has been commented on already in today's responses from Creator. <laughs> that the idea of the negativity is in the eye of the beholder and it's a question of looking beyond that to the true potential both of themselves and the perpetrator as well that they are a child of god and that is the ultimate coming together that will be possible when people can get beyond the hurts of the moment This is why it raises a person up to be in that mode. They're not taking it out of their own hide. They just have to summon the divine and ask for forgiveness to be dispensed for all involved. And in a sense, as we've learned, when someone is wounded as a victim, it's a contamination in effect. It's rubbing yes. off the negativity of the perpetrator onto the victim. They're now out of alignment. They're a faulty being. 
Yep. So one needs help for that, you know, and it's hard to do on one's own. And you can do it on your own through an act of forgiveness, but it's good to get divine help as well. And that is why forgiveness is on the path to healing. Absolutely. And it's not something to wait and do in the light when you're back in bliss. No, it has to be done down here. We know we have that we've gotten over and over again. Carl, you asked creator, what are the karmic consequences for bullies if their behavior is not reined in? Yeah, and this is an important subject because this is this is a an iconic behavior that comes up again and again and again in all sorts of settings. And it Partly because we learn from bullies how to mistreat one another. So it's a behavior that's modeled and, and perpetuated on all levels of society. So this is what Including creators, politics. <laughs> yes, very much so. All right. So Creator says, in the same way that a bullying victim may face repeated episodes of torment at the hands of many such perpetrators, a bully may be compelled by karma to repeat their errors. And this, too, will be recorded for all of time in the Akashic Records. And karma will recreate opportunities to set them on the same path once again in future lifetimes. The purpose is to be aware of the inclination, but resist the temptation and find ways to heal oneself so as not to repeat the mistake. The consequences for the perpetrator are much greater than for the victim. Whereas a victim might have one or two or several lifetimes of re-victimization to contend with, if healing is not received early along, a bully may have 10 times that level of difficulty to face, both opportunities and temptations to bully others yet again, as well as lifetimes of victimization seen to by the law of karma to put them in the shoes of the victim, to experience personally what it is like to cause pain to others who are helpless and fending off their attacker. This can go on lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. For bullies who have the tables turned and are now victims of bullies themselves, karma is relentless in seeking a restoration of balance, even at the expense of those who do wrong, as they are the only source of a compensatory energy. What they take away must be put back, and it must come from them in order to count. The only exceptions occur through divine grace as a consequence of prayer requests and magnanimous acts of forgiveness by victims to forgive their perpetrators, and that can help greatly to minimize the consequences for even greater suffering by the perpetrators themselves. It may not be sufficient to totally absolve them, but this is a beautiful way to right the wrongs of history through forgiveness of the perpetrator to allow their healing, the victim will heal themselves. So this is not a selfless act of a professional victim yet again, sacrificing themselves and gaining nothing in return. It is, in fact, an act of wisdom to forgive one's enemy because that is, in an ultimate sense, the best defense and source of restorative healing that will be launched as a consequence of this divine act. One more question. we got to sneak under the wire here. Will the brain cancer in our client be cured by the Lightworker Healing Protocol session we performed on him or does he need to have a subconscious channeling as well? 
Okay, this is typical of questions I ask about clients who come to me, and I'll consult with Creator about their situations. And this is what Creator says about this cancer victim. As you saw intuitively, he will benefit most completely having a subconscious channeling session for him. You indeed have been shown the proximal cause of the current struggle, and this can be nullified through healing and forgiveness, especially of the self at this point in time. It was his act of rage-filled hatred that registered on the karmic record and demands the repayment in order for him to have health and well-being once again. Forgiveness just seems to be the tool of choice for really resolving a lot of these issues. Yes, indeed. And using our Lightworker Healing Protocol, it is all about forgiveness. And the forgiveness can come from a practitioner working on someone's behalf as their advocate. And they may be of a clearer head and, and heart to ask for healing sincerely for the perpetrators involved in a person's dilemma. So you can get some help with this. You don't have to do it all on your own, even when it's very tough. And there's nothing much tougher than when you're given a, a, a life sentence, in effect, with a, a mortal peril from an illness like this. So you can get help from others. And people coming together on, on others' behalf as well is very powerful. And we pool the effects of our practitioners through the protocol. So we're getting a lot of divine firepower for the asking. Well, we're just about out of time, Carl. So we're going to have to uh, ask our listeners to engage in an act of forgiveness because the show is coming to an end. Be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. You can check out our healing services at our menu. We have healing. You can drop that down and explore our different services at GetWisdom.com. Also get the uh, book Creator Speaks. You can download that at GetWisdom.com slash creator. Uh, Next week, will be more divine wisdom. Thanks again, Carl, for everything. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 